Thank you for joining me on another episode of Finding the Godspark. My name is Antonio. This episode, Addiction Part 2, Drugs. In comparison to most kids at the age of 16, that's when I had my first beer, I was pretty responsible. I still remember the first small drinking party I went to. I was in the car with some school friends. One of them asked me if I drank. A quick stab of panic hit me. I had no idea what he was asking. In my mind, I wondered, drink what? Water? Soda? I said yes. He asked which brand of beer I drank. Oh, okay. I responded Red Dog, which was all I knew, because that was my uncle's brand. So I had a six-pack of Red Dog and two glasses of whiskey and Coke for my first time drinking. Much to my surprise, I didn't puke. The next day, I was told it wasn't a secret that that was my first time drinking, and that I had respect from the crew for not puking and losing control of myself. I would say my first tango with alcohol was more of a social addiction. I really didn't care for beer. Liquor was more my thing. But I never drank alone, and never really felt excited to drink. It was something to do with friends. I'll cover my hardcore alcoholism later. I would definitely get addicted to drugs during these years. So, let's get into that. My first big drug experience, besides weed, was ecstasy, or MDMA. A friend and I went to a house party. We were just drinking. Everyone else in the house had taken ecstasy. We laughed as people would fix vapor rub on their faces looked at us with wide eyes. People were throwing each other into furniture with smiles on their faces and chewing on pacifiers. This was quite a surreal scene. I was quite sure I wouldn't bother with that particular drug. Turns out, only one week later, I would be asking for some. My friend and I were on the way back to the same house with the same plan of only consuming alcohol. I was driving, and the road was slick from a rainstorm. We waited for the turn light. When it turned green, I hit the gas as hard as I could, which resulted in losing control and basically totaling the car. After getting that mess squared away, we got my friend's car and drove to the party house. While driving there, I decided I was going to try the drug, ecstasy. It actually seemed the perfect thing for coping with a disaster. As is typical, I was given my first ecstasy pill for free. The first ecstasy experience cannot be duplicated. I gave it much effort, but could never attain the same length of time or the intensity of that first time. This is another example of a young, undeveloped brain standing no chance against this type of power. I never wanted that first experience to end, and I spent a lot of money trying to chase that high again 
to no avail. I became addicted to the social element as well. When glow sticks were given to me at a club for the first time, I turned into a dance machine. This helped to further the addiction process. When LSD was introduced to the group, we were partying hard five days a week. Actually, comparing the LSD I had in my younger years to what I have taken now that I am older, there was a huge difference in quality. Today, I feel as though each experience is a gift. The old version felt bad for me in some way. Not sure what was used, but it felt as though I was poisoning myself. Of course, there came a time when one drug wasn't enough. So, we combined ecstasy and LSD. We called it trolling at the time. Today, it's known as candy flipping. Later on, we added nitrous to the mix. We bought little nitrous cartridges from sex shops and used an item called a cracker and cracked the nitrous into balloons. We took deep breaths from a balloon, in and out, filled with nitrous, until the balloon was empty. I'm pretty sure I heard brain cells popping a few times while doing this. Popping various pills came next. We had Xanax, Percocets, and Vicodin on tap. My weapon of choice would be Xanax. Xanax was interesting. I became a major kleptomaniac. I wanted to steal everything in sight. I remember raiding a guy's closet and trying to leave with a shirt and shoes that I found. He stopped me at the door. I gave them back after attempting to convince him they were mine. Fortunately, he was cool about it. Soon, six of us were living together. I still have no idea how I managed to pay any bills. Very minimal work with an enormous drug habit is not a good financial plan for the future. During that particular time in my life, I was a colossal loser. Then came the Matrix trip, which I cover very early in an episode by the same name, Matrix Trip. This trip experience turned my life upside down. It's at times like this, reminiscing of past events, that the idea of God, or whichever word you would like to use, has had my back all this time. I feel truly blessed with the amount of patience given to me. So, after the Matrix trip, I 100% believed I was done with drugs for good. This somehow led to a strange change in my friend's drug use. They became obsessed with cocaine. I became a quiet observer, watching my friends spend over $200 a night on something, as far as I could see, only made you talk rapid-fire gibberish. One of the crew got into heroin. Not sure where he acquired that, but he disappeared shortly after starting it. For a time, it seemed I was getting my shit together. A thought was slowly creeping into my mind, though. I was a loser, and I had absolutely no idea how to take care of my own life properly. 
which led me to believe suicide was the only option. So my plan was to buy 10 hits of ecstasy and spend pretty much the rest of my money on lotto tickets. The full story of this incident is covered in another previous episode as well. There was so much religious imagery during this event. My life flashed before my eyes, past, present, and future. There was a demonic figure sitting on a throne, its eyes following me around the room, and a big shit-eating grin on its face. Long story short, I turned myself into the police and decided to live. However, I had no money left, and I knew I had to go crawling to my uncle for money. During the time of rebuilding my life, I felt a very strong need for a good church. Actually, I'll make my experience in the church a chapter of its own. So, I'll end this here. Please stay tuned for part three. Thank you for joining me. Antonio signing off for now.